What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm J-Lag. And I'm NB. And we are recapping and reviewing you on Lifetime slash Netflix, episode four. And it's called De Captain. I am De Captain. I am De Captain now. And guys, make sure that you guys stick out right to the end because right before our roundups, we're going to go through some tweets. And we even got a special tweet from the writer herself, Carolyn Ketnis. Yeah, so exciting. So stick around for that too. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending because we are going to go through our recap roundups, our MVPs, our best moments, our best lines. So stick around for that. And to our returning rewinders, thanks for coming back. And for our new listeners, please make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let's get into it. Let's now. get in it because you know he was in it at oh. the end, the beginning. Uh, yeah. He was in it. Yeah. So the episode starts right off with the moment that we ended off with last episode. Yeah. So it starts off the way last week ended with Joe. Uh, basically you know just coming too fast um so mm-hmm. how did you how did you just how did you like that they started right in that moment i mean i think because it ended off so abruptly no pun intended yeah last episode i was like oh no because i was oh, kind of no. like as it was going through like previous on i was like i really hope they just start where they left off because right. i really want to see that that ha- like yeah. not the ending but the, yeah, the yeah. aftermath of that because basically i think in the book it ends and like they like ghost each other essentially yeah so i was glad that they stayed you stayed there and i was really interested in how they put this all together yeah so basically like it happens and then he rolls over and she's like that's it and like he doesn't even answer i don't think right and then it it jumps right into her into her perspective sort of like brand new perspective her voiceover what did you think about that you know what i uh was a little shocked by it um just because in the book, it's obviously never her right. perspective. Yeah. It's always Joe's perspective. Um, but I thought it was an interesting device uh, used in this episode because I think it covers a lot about her past, which we wouldn't really normally get from yeah. just his perspective. If it stayed in his perspective. And yeah. I thought it was interesting. I think it was a cool take on uh, seeing a woman's mindset in that yeah. moment and then going back because they go it's, back to it's Joe's It's funny because in well. one of the first ep- uh, like episodes of our podcast, you mentioned the affair. Yeah. And like I've been I've been a diehard fan of that show since the beginning. So that whole show is based on that is like, like the first, you know, 35 minutes is like one person's perspective and the next 35 is like someone else's perspective right, right. and it can overlap the same scene even mm-hmm. and so i was really glad that they did that like for this episode where like you hear her perspective when they're in bed it kind of goes on a bit and then it kind of loops back around at some point right and then goes to his mindset in that same moment yeah uh so at first i was kind of like taken aback by hearing her voice mm-hmm. but then when i saw it kind of all together i was like oh yeah i'm kind of done for that but then it kind of continues past that it continues yeah, on it, for the rest of the episode yeah. how did you feel about just introducing a new narrative voice to you know story? we were talking about this too i think they had to introduce a new narrative just because i think for a show you have to be a bit more dynamic you can't just a book is a book a book can right. stay in that in his perspective and it and it worked obviously but i think for the show um they had to do it and i think this episode probably made the most sense mm-hmm. if they were gonna do it that's you know? true i agree because there's a lot of things that personally happened with back in this episode yeah but at the same time i don't know i just feel like seeing him as the male gaze throughout the entire book even through this whole ordeal with her her dad and everything um 
it was interesting to see her just his perspective. I think that this brought a little bit more depth to Beck's character because you get to hear her internal monologue that even Joe isn't privy to, which I thought was really interesting because he's not hearing all these things where she's, you know, oh, she's, you know, even then that moment when he comes too fast or whatever, she's like, oh, God, what do I do now? Like, she's not like, oh, gross. Yeah, she was trying to you kind know? of salvage the moment, too. Which is essentially what his perspective was. He was like, oh, she's probably texting someone being yeah, like, that yeah. was the worst sex yeah, ever. Yeah. So it it was really interesting to see how they made her out to be a, a woman who was okay a bit more forgiving. It, a little she bit more forgiving. She was way more forgiving. Than, and, you know, yeah. it's interesting because yesterday or not yesterday, last week, I was I jumped onto the uh, You Lifetime uh reddit uh page right and people were literally talking about that last two two seconds and how um you know back like who's to blame in that moment like i felt like people were like i feel so bad for joe and you know it was really interesting to see people's perspectives outside of the show because really this is about relationships it's about sex it's about mm -hmm. love it's about all that kind of stuff so it was interesting to see how people took this as a very personal story mm -hmm. for Joe and for Beck. Yeah, and you're gonna... To see both perspectives because, like, there were women on the thread that were saying, you know, exactly what her friend said, which was basically like, oh, maybe that means that you're... you're <laughs> your poon is powerful, Your poon is powerful and it's magic, yeah. you know? And then there were some people who were, like, blaming her, saying, you know, her reaction to it, saying, like, that's it, kind of, like... Uh, you know, embarrass him even more. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of interesting dialogue happening. And you between saying two that people. too, like it's good that they did it from both perspectives. Yes, right? because I think that you don't really know what a, what yeah. a woman is thinking yeah. always. It and in that, that moment, you're like, you would pay so much money to know what the opposite sex is like. Oh, hundred percent. Sure. That's yeah. like the most like vulnerable like position you could ever be. And in. how do you have that conversation? How do you even get past it? How yeah. do you? So no, move I forward? think. I think it was I think it was well done for this episode. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd want to hear her moving forward more. Yeah, Beck, stop talking. Uh, I hear you. And like kind of like you were saying, her voiceover was a little Meh. like she was almost just like saying things to like make us understand things more. Yeah. And I was like, that doesn't really add to like, the storyline. I feel like just... seeing observing her from the outside. Definitely. You would have gotten that anyway, because he does narrate that same uh storyline to us too all the things that she says like oh you're being stupid with your dad and all the things he assumes those things of her so maybe it was just taking that power that personal story um back from from joe and giving it to beck which we you know we kind of we did kind of talk offline about how this episode specifically is a little heavy in terms of the drama and the realness of it you know it's about a woman a girl who is essentially abandoned by her father mm -hmm. and you know has to live this second life and um how she feels a lot of conflicting feelings for her her dad and her her dad's new yeah. life so i think that that telling that story from that person's perspective was definitely a powerful move for the show to agreed do. agreed but if we're talking about the show in its entirety as like a full season like beginning to sure. end yeah and even the book does it make sense for someone else to be telling a story when it is Joe's story no, from beginning to I, end? No, it was Joe's you're right, story, you're right? right? Absolutely. But I think that just adding this in, and I would love. And that's to what know, I mean. I feel like for TV, they had to do this. Yeah. 
but also not even just for TV, but just for storytelling. You know what I mean? Like, but but know, in the book they didn't need it. <laughs> they didn't need it, and it's Joe's story from beginning to right, end. But they gave it a there little would bit be more no time. one else writing right. the story. Do you know what I'm trying to say? They do change a lot of things in this episode, uh, but we'll get into that little yeah. a little bit later. Anyway, so like like I said, she does kind of feel like an idiot. Um, so it's we're going back to her perspective in the very beginning of the episode. Um, she has to text somebody, and because she ha- he has mm-hmm. a double of her phone, he sees the captain pop up. And he was like, he was like, who the hell is this? And she like, he ends it off. The captain ends off saying, I love you. Yeah. And, and she's lying to her friends because she's having a group chat at the same time. Right. No, that happens. A that was later. after. But OK. Yeah. So she's kind of so he's confused. She's hiding the captain from her regular life, too, is what he right. kind of like deduces too. He's like, why? Who is this random person? Yeah, sending her money. Yeah. And we're going to meet up here. So it's like this a secret weekend. life and a secret life kind of. So. So he's thinking like it's some like next guy. Like even reading the book, I was like, who the F is this, the captain? Like we never even hear about him yeah. the entire time. So um, in that moment, he says, Joe says, I'm going to leave now. Because he's reading these messages, getting a little yeah, cheese. Yeah, he got cheese. And then uh, she's in the bathroom still t- t- texting her dad. And uh, she's like, I gotta, he's like, I gotta go. She hang- He leaves. And then as she's leaving the bathroom, she's like, wow, I'm such an idiot. Like, like he was probably so upset. So upset that he, like, he left. Um, and then it cuts to the next day. And she is getting an outfit. She gets an outfit from, mm-hmm. like, some next level it's lingerie like some racy, place. like, old place. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a bustier, essentially. Yeah. And um, so she's pulling that out on the bed and all these like visuals you see. So it would be really interesting as a TV watcher what you guys thought in this moment. I would love to know if you guys can like tweet us or uh, you know leave a comment below. What was your guys' inkling in this moment? Did you think it was another guy or did you like kind of have an inkling as to who it was I mean, they be? lead you to the last second. They lead you to believe that it's a guy. Yes. You I don't think you would ever and I'm very curious. Yeah. You're right. I would love to know. I don't think anyone would have guessed that it was gonna be her dad. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. Because they really take you down that path. Like And they do preface it a lot. I mean, I think if you rewatch it again. Like even like, her think, going to a racy store. Yeah. Like girl, you could have gone to like a Valley Village and like gone like a Halloween costume. Like she went <laughs> to like true. a racy, sexy, like nineteen like hundreds like costume store. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. then you're like, Oh, like they're doing they're doing a dress some, up. Some like sexy stuff, like yeah. they led you there for sure. Yeah. Even in the book it makes it seem like it's very much like yeah. some guy. Like sexy times. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so while this is all happening, she's getting the outfit and she's texting her girl. So this is the group chat. And she was like, it was like eight seconds. Eight seconds. And you also have to remember that he's going to be reading these messages as well. <laughs> so course. it's like, oh, God. So obviously the girls are like, dick pic, dick pic. Yeah, like Lynn was jokes. Lynn was, was on fire. <laughs> she was like, how big? She's like, I love her. She like sent a carrot emoji. And then she sent like an eggplant emoji. She and then the like, hot dog <laughs> with a bun. She's like, she's like hot dog with a bun. With the bun. With the bun. <laughs> like mushroom, like mushroom top like whatever like there it was, was so funny many, it, it was, was funny. funny and uh yeah so i think the final question that happens because mm-hmm. she's feeling awkward you can hear it in her inner she, monologue she's saying it too she's like why are you constantly asking for like like why are you telling yeah. them she's asking herself right right and then finally annika kind of comes through mm-hmm. with the text and she says was it worth it i like how they all have different voices too yeah. and it's not just like text on screen it's, it's like, like their, their voice voices. too yeah because she got serious and she was like was he worth it though and then it cuts. and then it sort of yeah then it switches to the next scene which is at peach's place and peach is like freaking out because there's bed bugs apparently in yeah. the place so she's like, uh. like how do you have that big of a house and like you still have bed bugs i don't know i mean it's new york so but damn go? like you can be rich and you still have bed bugs yeah so Holy. anyway they're talking about 
everything and they're talking about Joe and how she's not really sure how she feels about him still and Peach is still kind of under the whole idea that Joe might not be worth her time she's he's like she's like well cuz she's saying she's like Benji like came too fast too but yeah. like Peach is like yeah but Benji was Benji like he was rich this guy's like a bookstore clerk like who right. the f cares about him and also like, leave him. in this moment you also have to remember that nobody knows that Benji's dead right so cuz she does say um, Beck says Benji's dead to me. Yeah. So you're like, oh, true. She doesn't even know doesn't that she's even dead. Know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you just keep that in mind as well. Um, and then Peach basically is still saying, you know, like Joe's kind of a loser. I don't know why you want to be with him. Whatever, whatever. And then um, the guy who is checking her place for bed bugs is like, there's no bed bugs that I found. And she says, I don't care. There's somebody that like bit my ass. Something <laughs> bit my ass. You're not going to see it, but keep looking. Yeah, I know they're there, which right. is a very interesting point. Why? Because we'll talk about it at the end. Okay. But the thing that was really interesting too was um, how I think it's gleaned a little bit more in the book, but it just goes to show again how reliant Peach is on Beck mm -hmm. for her to say like all these things. And I think it's also showing that Beck books her craziness sometimes too, because she was probably like, oh, she's probably crazy. Yeah, she's yeah. lying, you know? Like when this guy comes in and is like, Yo, there's no bed bugs. Yeah. You know, like Beck is probably in that moment being like, You're so needy. Yeah. Like, why do you want me here right now? So it's just another one of those moments. It's the same thing with the, the whole stomachache issue that happened mm -hmm. last episode. Mm -hmm. So um then she says, Whatever, I'm gonna book a hotel. hotel. You can come, come stay with me. With me. Yeah. Come stay with me. Then Beck says, Sorry, I can't. I'm gonna be on a writer's retreat. And she says it even in her inner monologue, like Peach knows that you're lying. Uh, just keep going, keep going, whatever. And Peach says, oh, God, I hope you're not going to write another story about a dog that's a metaphor for your dead dad. And yeah. she's kind of making fun of her. But yeah. at the same time, Peach, I feel, has the best of intentions. She's just a mean girl who kind of beats up on back in the wrong way. Mm. She encourages her in the wrong way. Because then she does encourage her, right? She goes, write something good. She's definitely a Leo, right? I feel. <laughs> like, she's what? She's definitely a Leo like me oh. <laughs> anyway, side note um yeah so she's like I'm, i gotta go to this retreat and she's like okay fine go right whatever and then she ends up at the motel so it's still yeah. in her monologue she's like oh god i'm back in this motel um i think it's in like montauk is montauk a place yeah so it's like it's is that what they said outside, montauk? yeah i think yeah, so yeah. or at least that's, that's where, where she was. said oh, okay that's where she said the whole the motel was mo motel or at least the writer's retreat was and so she ends up in this motel in the middle of nowhere and um, she starts like about she's about to like masturbate. <laughs> so <laughs> random. And that was one of the moments where she was like, you know how this stuff turns you on back. Like you motels like turn you on. Like, like well, why are you saying that? Yeah. Like what an ex. And it was so extra. It was so extra. It was so extra. Because I think in that book he's saying it so for her oh. to say it it's weird yeah that felt and it felt very random like as a scene it felt really weird yeah. so anyway she's because then like two off. seconds later like he shows up he shows up and then uh he comes out of the car and it's an older man and even to that last second she goes oh she's like he looks like he, he looks uh, muscly like muscular i was like okay girl i know it's your dad <laughs> so like don't try to like lie like they they really tried to make they really tried to push like the daddy like, issue yeah, yeah. situation or that it was some guy that she was fucking which i guess at that point at point in time i was like oh yeah she's like she's got daddy issues like she's with an old oh you man. forgot about that like a sugar daddy <laughs> moment yeah yeah you know what i mean because he's sending her he's wearing her money yeah he's like Come but to you this know hotel. it was her dad 
I knew that it was her dad. Yeah. But like, I'm just oh, saying, yeah. as the viewer, like, oh, did you yeah, think yeah. it was like some next level guy? Of course. But I, that's what I mean. They make you think they that. They push it. And I thought that his name's like the captain. And, like, <laughs> You're like, he's like paying captain. her basically. Right. And she like is not loving it yeah. anymore. Or whatever. Anyway, so. Um, so it's then her it dad. Cuts, so it's her dad, but it doesn't really answer that in the show just yet. It just shows Joe like lurking. Yeah, Joe's lurking. So then it cuts to his perspective of him coming too fast. <laughs> it <laughs> takes us through the whole agony of that situation. And then his perspective. And then his whole perspective. His so then voiceover. we get the whole voiceover. He's like feeling so sorry for himself. He's like, oh, Mr. Quick Draw, one minute man. Like he's beating up on one himself so man. hard. <laughs> and uh, while she goes to the bathroom in that moment, he checks her phone, obviously. And like, I legit. I really, like felt bad for him in this moment like i really i did. mean who wouldn't like i, feel I really like i mean well. i was surprised that i did because he's <laughs> a psychopath right but. i don't know i guess at the end of the day you just you're gonna feel bad in that moment because of the fact that he uh yeah yeah he's like, and then he's reading the messages too like he's reading the messages so he's while she's in the washroom texting her dad slash the captain he's like who's the captain he's getting really cheesy and really pissed about it because then they ended off with love you and that's when he's like i'm leaving yeah and he was like you don't even tell benji that you loved him and look what happened to benji yeah yeah yeah. so So he's like i gotta get rid of this guy too (laughs) now i'm gonna go find him um so he's checking the messages whatever he even sees um, he's like, you're staying at like the CB's yeah, he, motel. Basically, guys, he's mirroring her cell phone now at this point. <laughs> yeah. He can watch her actions live. Like all of her like, bank Yeah, she goes into his bank account, like, the screen flips. She's like checking in somewhere, like booked it, <laughs> confirmation number sent. Okay, cool. <laughs> so like a psycho, he obviously goes and books that this hotel. hotel. So he says to Ethan at the bookstore, yeah. like, you got to cover like, for me emergency. Out. I got to go. Yeah. So he goes and like stalks her. He checks in right beside her. And then it catches up to that moment. Um, and then he sees the older man and he's like, Beck, I can't believe you're doing this. I'm so cheesed. And then she's like, hey, dad. And then he's like, dad. And like, and like Joel's just like opening the door a little bit and like listening, like, like a freaking creep. Like a weirdo. And so then that's the gag for everybody. Um, that's the gag. That's the gag. And also, like, just as a side note for anybody who watches, uh, like, uh, soap operas, that's Jack Snyder from As a World Turns. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm like, these soap are my memories. reference. <laughs> Damn. I'm like, oh, I knew he looked familiar, though. I was like, this, I know this actor. <laughs> anyway, so she goes, so it all turns out that she's going to a Charles Dickens festival, festival right. in this town. Which, by the way, looks so cute. Who's adorable. It reminded me of Salem. True. In the fall. In it was so cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Um, so she has to, that's why she's dressing up in this like random yeah, corset and her, or like, whatever. Yeah, like her sexy like fucking like, But it's kind of, it is kind of weird when he says it out loud. Cause he even, he even, he books it. The dad is like, how she's Isn't dressed. a little racy? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. She's like, yeah, but I'm racy. But I'm like, <laughs> but why are you racy? Just like if you hate <laughs> your dad so, so much. Extra. Why And they had so to extra? lead everyone on, don't you know? Oh yeah. They had to lead the audience on to believe that Dirt. she was fucking this guy. Yeah, of course. I feel like it was a little bit extra. <laughs> yeah, it was. So it's the festival. So it's the festival. And uh, I think Joe is basically still confused as to why the dad is a secret. He's like, right. He's like, okay, if this is not like a, some next level, like lover, then why is your, why are you keeping your, like your dad a secret to everybody, including your best friend? Best friends. Right. Um, So he's trying to understand that. And then you get a little bit more information on the fact that he has a, uh, the dad is uh, like a, a rehab whatever yeah so as joe's basically like at the festival spying he's googling which by too. the way in the in the book 
the festival sort of takes place on a boat, right? It's on a like boat, it's on yeah. a cruise kind of thing. And it's a lot more high stakes. Like this whole yeah. episode was a lot more high stakes, In even the book. with how it was revealed. Um, I remember I he, reading it. And I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, she's gonna find him!" Yeah. And then, like, when the episode played out, I was like, "Oh, like everything's so chill." Like, he's so he's a lot more stealth. I think he even puts on like a mustache. Like, yeah, I yeah. think he wears like a better disguise than just like a walking hat around and with collar a hat. up that you look like a stalker. <laughs> you look psycho. so basically like, and and we know this too. Like, my main question is like, he can't get too close. But, like, he has to get close to, like, overhear their conversations because yeah. that's how he's, like, like learning everything. Right. But in this scene, he sees her at the festival. But then he starts, like, lurking on Facebook Google, yeah. and starts learning more about the dad and that the dad, like, remarried and became this, like, crazy, like, Christian person. And, yeah, yeah. I guess had his own family or their stepkids. I'm not sure. Stepkids or whatever, yeah. Um, and, like, the stepmom is kind of, like, a crazy person yeah. who, like, met him through the rehab situation. Right. And so she's was, a like, famous blogger or something. And, like, she uses him as, like, something. Who knows? Right. She just doesn't, like that whole yeah. dynamic so you're getting all that information from joe's, joe's creep, creeping creeping and uh, but also joe's like 10 feet away from their family right. like meeting and at the same time i think there's moments where you know he still laments with beck saying like where do you fit in all of this and that's the thing you know? what's so interesting like in that moment he didn't get cheese at her for lying to him about this huge thing in her life right he wasn't like what the f like you have a dad you're crazy he did yeah. not he didn't even say that at all he was like why why would you lie to me about this and your friends? Like, it right. was so, like... It was a I'm different... I'm like, get angry. It was a different experience, for sure. But it's, like, because he, like, also killed Benji. <laughs> like, probably, <laughs> he, like, couldn't go that far. So, um, then it talk it shows an interaction with her stepsister or mm -hmm. her half-sister or whatever sitting at the table. She was so savage, and, that girl. Well, like, you know, <laughs> well, first it shows, like, a really quick moment with, like, her stepmom. Yeah. And she, her mom's, like, her stepmom's, like, a total biatch. Yeah, basically. her mom's, like, cover your tits right now. Yeah, she's, like, you're looking, like, a little extra. Yeah. Like, the kids are here, whatever, whatever. And uh, she, like, leaves. But she's, like, very passive-aggressive about things. Like, she got her a hat, but she's also kind of yeah. cruel to her. Whatever. Like, obviously, Beck hates her. Yeah. And then it cuts to her talking to the stepdaughter. And it's her inner monologue again. And she basically says, like, yo, like, this, like, you, like, you're basically a small version of your mom. Hmm. Uh, she's, like, so, she's so annoyed about her. Yeah. And the girl drops the fact that, um the mom wants her to stop getting support money like from money the dad. from the yeah. dad as well as the fact that like she's expecting like, yeah, a child they're expecting so obviously beck is yeah. like about to lose her yeah, effing like mind. How, like she's like here moves. on the weekend yeah. with this, like, freaking crazy family and then um yeah it just shows that she has like and major weird, daddy like, issues major daddy issues obviously there's drama in the family but during this whole time i'm like i don't really care right now like i just want her to see or not see um joe who's right. like literally right in the corner of like the frame like he's just lurking in the frame yeah yeah and then a couple of times i think she does turn her head and, she and like she, she sees, thinks yeah. she sees him which she does it's like the back of his head right um yeah and this whole time i'm just waiting kind of for that all to happen and then it didn't it didn't really like pan out that way i didn't get it gets there eventually yeah but in between that time peach is also it cuts back to peach in new york yeah. and uh she is texting uh she's texting her she she's texts texting back and back. she's like what's going on with you are you writing whatever whatever yeah. and she's like oh leave me alone yeah because she's also lying to peach and then um so then peach is like is joe there with is you? joe there with you and you find out that peach goes to the actual bookstore yeah. and asks for her asks for him and like yeah. where the hell is he and then ethan kind of spills all the tea yeah. and says like oh he's, he's out like of town away. he's yeah, out of yeah. town and so then that's so when course, she starts like, calling her out being like beck is he there with you what's going on why are you lying and so as joe's Beck-alicious? as he's reading these messages from 
Peach, he's like that bitch, like whatever. She she knows that she, like I'm here. So Peach is talking to Beck, and, and then Joe, Ethan. Joe's talking to Ethan, right. saying like some chick came in and like and asked l- yeah. for you. I'm sorry about that, whatever. And he was like, oh shit, th- like he's she's gonna come for me. She's gonna look for me. And then he's like, do I run? And like I said, so in the stupid. book, in the book, he literally like. But he can't run because they're on a boat, and I think that's why, that's why the stakes were higher in the book because yeah, there's nowhere away. else to move. Like he literally, like on the boat, he can't hide. Yeah, he can hide, but like he can't run. And so in this moment, him asking like, "Should I just run?" Yeah, bitch, you should just yeah, run. Go. You Bye. can run. Like she's run. not going to see you. You're open street. So like, it was really interesting to see where they took this story because it obviously means that they're just accelerating everything that happens in the book into this episode. Moment, yeah. So I was. What did you think of it? Were you okay I with mean, it? I mean, in the end, I was like, it's okay. Like I think if they're trying to like speed things up, I'm down for that. Like I get right. it that they can't you know drag everything out. But I also think like him asking that question, like, should I run? Yeah, you should run. Like, what are you what are you doing here? And like I said, like you have the option to run. Whereas in the book, they were all trapped together on this boat moving. So like they couldn't get get away. And I think like even in the book, it's like super high stakes. Like even the boat arrives. Yeah. Like the boat comes back and he like sneaks out like in front of everyone else or whatever. And then as he turns his head, she like meets eyes with him in the crowd. Yeah. 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 Like like, it was really intense in the book. I don't know. It just didn't feel like that at all. I wasn't. I. Yeah. I remember when I saw the previews for it, I'm like, oh, I yeah, like, yeah. even messaged NBA. I was like, yeah. yo, they're going to do the episode. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. But the way that it all kind of played out was, was like so chill. not as like, woo. So, so then basically know. what happens, he ends that phone call and then they like run into each other or she sees him? Uh, she sees him and he doesn't run. And he was like, oh, like, what are hey. you doing here? And then he basically says like it's a Charles Dickens uh, situation like, like I'm obviously books. I'm a book reader yeah. like I'm she's I like oh yeah that makes total sense time. like you're gonna sell books here he's like yeah and then a and really then again that's what I mean like he's like actually I'm lying to you and then she's like but what and then he was like no I came here because I'm stalking you and that's the thing like he basically tells the entire yeah, he situation basically, he's like and then she's like but wait how did you know I was even here so following he's you. like no I see that picture that you posted right there on Instagram you were at the restaurant in the background I saw the restaurant and it's on a chain so there's only one restaurant so I went there <laughs> and she's like oh cool she's like um, bitch, what that sounds insane <laughs> like he's like stalking you if some guy done done that I would be like no uh-uh. of course not. what like, the hell get away from me like what are you yeah. doing so for Why are you examining my picture what did you think of the fact that she didn't flinch in that moment it's just, it was so weird but i think it's so telling that like they're the same person kind of or like they feed into neuro- each other there's neuroses in yeah. both of them that make them both kind of crazy it's like she like, loves the know. attention she loves the attention that he's giving her right and vice versa like it was just, and i guess just a, such a weird dynamic i guess like, especially in that moment where she's like feeling very emotionally fragile right it makes she sense. feels so left out of her fam right she's like, hap- like she's just happy to yeah. see him at that moment probably. it's just such a weird thing for the even the writers to write like i think he should have just like dipped yeah and not hung around but or way, just go with your books book selling story yeah he had like, to like admit that moment to her i don't know what it was and like what what the reasoning behind that decision maybe it's was. just more of him wanting to be real and like be his authentic self even though he's lying even about, though he's lying about that too yeah i don't know so it was yeah i guess maybe his guilt got to him yeah. i have no idea because well, anyway so he says that and she was like oh, okay interesting she kind of just moves on from the conversation and the dad walks in with the fat the family at that point so then he he's like oh this is like this is my daughter whatever whatever and then she has to introduce joe to the dad and then the dad leaves because they're like oh we're gonna go for dinner soon uh we're just gonna get ready and then she has to explain to joe that she's like oh by the way my dad isn't dead (laughs) like based on what you thought bt dubs and so 
in that particular sense, it kind of levels the playing field out a, a bit more because then Joe can say, I lied to you, but you yeah. lied to me. So we're kind of yeah. even, which is probably why she reacted the yeah, way she yeah, reacted. Because sure. she's not worried at that moment about why Joe being there. there. It's more about she's the, worried she's that like, she lied oh, about shit, her dad. Yeah, 100%. For sure. So it's like kind of even in that sense. If that's the case, Joe played that really, really smart. Like he was thinking like 25 yeah, steps yeah. ahead. He's assuming that that's how she's going to react to the yeah, whole situation. Yeah. Which is really crazy because he's a psycho. And uh, anyway, he says, I'm going like, we're going to have dinner together. You should come. And then Joe's like, "Okay, I guess I'm going to come. You know, this whole scene just like creeped me out because it's so easy to act normal. Like, this guy's a psychopath and he's acting so chill. His dad was like, yo, what a sick guy. Like, cool guy. It's like, yo, people are crazy. It really makes you question, like, who you know and how they know you. No, honestly, like, I was very scared because I'm like, from the outside, he looks totally normal. Yeah. Like, totally normal. Like, the dad's talking to him. Like, everything's totally fine. Everybody acts the same. Right? like, he's like, so chill. This guy legit killed someone. Like, Like, what the hell? And I think it's just ironic the way that he's like, oh, you're lying to me. But like, bro, you're lying about everything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, so anyway, there's a dinner with the family and this like restaurant and they're just talking and you can tell that Beck is essentially getting pissed as the dinner goes on. She wants to talk about her old dad, like all the old memories that she's had with her dad. She tries but to connect like, with him. The dad doesn't want to talk about those memories Slash of the past. He was like high probably And he was like, time, yeah, so he, he was a drug addict. A so he just doesn't really want to talk about that. And so she's trying to connect with him and the wife is getting annoyed yeah. and she's about everything. Yeah. And so then it kind of ends up in this blow up yeah, moment where up. she says he doesn't want to talk about this. Like the wife is saying he doesn't want to talk about this. And Beck basically says, like, go F yourself. You're not the one who saved him. I had to deal with all of his ish when he was like a drug yeah. addict and stuff. So you go screw yourself. Yeah. And then everyone's like, calm down. You yeah, say yeah. go. And like Joe's like, uh, 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 uh. like so he's awkward. not able to like do anything in that moment. And then Beck leaves. She's like congratulations on, on being pregnant yeah. you can go fuck yourself you can go fuck yourself you can go fuck yourself <laughs> shut up you little girl like she like just like kills everybody yeah and then she leaves and then uh joe comes outside she's like sitting on like a little yeah. veranda or whatever and he's super like, emo like she's like totally like emo. down she's sad which is fair enough he comes and then he's like do you want me to kill him like just to yeah. kind of cut the tension and then i was like but for real <laughs> for real though he's he gonna kill him he go kill him if you say yes or don't say yes so He's so trying this to console is an interesting her. moment too because yeah he tries to console her and he's like look this is what you should do or maybe you should approach it this way right because like you know like it does seem like you might have some daddy issues and then she's like daddy and issues then she's like, are you telling me that i have daddy issues you don't even know me yeah she and then he's like uh, uh and i felt so bad for him in that moment because like yeah like he's saying he's the truth he yeah. is trying to come through for you right now and she just like loses it on him and she yeah she tells him to leave and then it cuts to the dad like commercial break and then it cuts to the dad like coming in (laughs) and then uh she's like basically i'm just letting you know that i've told all of my friends that you're dead that's what kind of relationship i have with you yeah and he like you died in that room when i saved you basically all those years ago so i think it's just one of those moments where it's it gets pretty real and like he didn't really have any remorse for her no he was very much like and i don't know if he should i don't know like 100 said he should because he was coward no but what he what he was saying too was like that was my old me and i wasn't like a good person at that time so like why would i want to go back to that person like i had issues that's back then. fair whatever his life is now has helped him cope with whatever you know darkness he had true so 
yeah leaving your daughter for sure is tight but also he's been paying for her lifestyle so it's not like he up and left his daughter i don't know anyway i feel like it's a little touchy but well so he apologizes but he doesn't really no he doesn't help. really give a shit no. and she's like okay bye and she's like i'm leaving now yeah bye. so they that's how she also writes the sickest piece of her whole entire life so <laughs> right <laughs> there's that too true like pain yeah so then she takes that moment she goes back to the motel room and she starts writing right so she puts all that pain and hurt yep. and emotion the into, best into inspiration. his writing the best inspiration and it's a really cool montage because she's talking about through this story she's writing this story so she's writing yeah her writing was so lit that was actually a really good like little piece that she's yeah. writing and at the same time she's watching these instagram posts come through and the instagram posts show so, sad. so the dad with the family and the and the kids and then she gets like a side text picture of them together so rude so it's just like these moments that you really notice of uh kids who are basically abandoned from like it's it's not a com uncommon story no of course not you know, people's of course kind of starting not. out their lives again and abandoning the and children and you know you know like you knew that she had to have this really traumatic thing that happened in her life right to make her to who make she her who is, she is. So of exactly. course it's right true. a lot of like i feel like our issues are do stem from like our parents 100 like, parent issues right. parent issues so the one thing that she can kind of take away from this is blythe reads the, the yeah, story yeah and she was lit and on blythe's it. like i'm so lit on this uh, this <laughs> <laughs> story the story was so lit i love was it was it so called much. the red ladle is that what she titled oh, I don't it because it she was like that red ladle was sick i think that's what she said <laughs> she didn't say it like that but. like by this such a loser but we're making her sound so cool um so in that moment she gets like so like about herself right after she reads yeah. that thing from Blythe, she's like yes and i, I was like happy for her yeah, I, was I was like good good she, win like, got that like that piece yeah. the cathartic moment out of yeah. her body and then she shows up at joe's place <laughs> surprise surprise yeah so she like shows She's, like, up feeling herself and she literally like opens the door well, and she i think was, also like, like peach was like texting her and like her friends were messaging her right and yeah. she's like no no she's like i'm gonna get the d tonight like she right. she like swerved out of everyone else yeah because like, peach is like i hope you're joe. happy for now yeah or yeah whatever like it's making you happy well no she doesn't say that i think later. after right because then she's like joe yeah yeah true <laughs> joe though <laughs> so uh so she does say she opens he opens up the door and she's she like they say girl the daddy issues are really good and bad and then just starts and making honestly, out with her. this guy doesn't he probably didn't hear a thing because he has her underwear on his bed her phone on her on his bed like there's like a he book has, like, on the everything side there's a bra on the side because like, she doesn't technically know his address so like he wasn't expecting it to be her yeah but also like she's like Joe, why don't on you put D? that ish away like, yeah like it's just psycho, lying around honestly like what are you what sniffing is it, that just sniff yeah he probably is well, he probably is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true Nerd. Uh, so she's like we're gonna fuck so as he's doing that he's trying to distract like yeah, turn her head thing <laughs> like, ever. he like moments. puts her on the couch but like takes the book away <laughs> yeah. at the same time like yeah man get out of like, here throws her on the bed and then puts the stuff behind the bed <laughs> like he like throws her on the floor then puts the bra away underneath the floor like like yo so you're so swift <laughs> and like, she's just so enraptured in yeah, your kissing she's like, like giggling and she's, like, she's like yes yeah her giggling was so extra <laughs> she was so weird giggling was so weird so then whatever they bone and like she's happy like yeah, she's yeah. like this was the good sex yeah that, that was the bomb d that she was <laughs> waiting for the whole time and uh ethan she's like jowdow <laughs> <laughs> so she finds out he's like so how did you find me um and uh he's like she's like 
well, Ethan gave me your address. True. And I think in the book, he pipes in and says, like, oh, Ethan, like, why did you give it away? But, like, also, I'm, like, thanking you, like, deep down. Yeah. Because, like, I, I yeah. got it in. Um, and then she <laughs> essentially apologizes to Joe saying, I'm sorry. Everything that you said was true. I just wanted to, like, have a moment. Yeah. And, you know, like, you're, you're like, real to me. Or and now whatever. she's, like, thinking clearly because she just. She's, like. Yeah. <laughs> she just done, done stuff with him. So, uh, yeah, it was really interesting to see not as much internal conversation from Joe this episode. Yeah. Did you and notice I, that? Like, yeah. there's a lot less of it. And I guess I think also because she's really, like, keeping him on his toes at this yeah. point. Like, so I think when that happens, there is, there's no second for him to think. Because everything is happening really quickly. That's true. And also, he had to, like, legit put all the evidence away. Like, true. Right. But what I'm saying, too, is in the book, there's a lot of him kind of thinking through these moments. And it wasn't, you don't really need that, though. I don't think I needed it. I guess you don't need it. But at the same time, I feel like you see so much of it. It's so prevalent in the other episodes. This episode, it was a little bit more stripped away than I would have wanted it hmm. to. So that but was I just think, my thing. But I think what's happening is the fact that she is, you know, coming into his life more. Mm -hmm. It's like those thoughts are disappearing because there is no time to even think of, of those things too. And he's not as concerned about them. Exactly. Maybe. Because he's like literally screwing her. So like, he's what feeling is he secure. About? He's like, yes, yeah, I love you. Yeah. Like, like his thoughts are the same thing that like what he's doing in real and life. And she's like, like all up in you, his space. You. you know what I mean? Like yeah. she's, they have a really funny moment where he wakes up to her eating, like drinking coffee. And she was like, what are you doing here? Like, how did you find me? And he was like, Oh, you're a stalker. And she's like, yeah, yeah I'm a stalker. She's like, he he's like, <laughs> Yeah, anyway. Stupid giggling. So then it ends off with um, her messaging all the girls, being like, yes, Joe. Jodo. Jodo, with like the gifs of like all like the orgasm Yeah, like, the gif killed me. Gifs. The gif so killed me. I was like, yes, I love these. And then the last person, like everyone's so lit uh, for her. Like Lynn's so lit. Like, everyone Annika's was lit. like, yo, she got it. And then Peach like, is like, enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah. And then it's like a close-up shot of her like moving out of her apartment or something. <laughs> Biggest IRL of life. And it's such a weird ending. Like it shows like these sh shots of the city and I'm like, is it going to end off yeah, with it was XOXO very, XO Gossip yeah. Girl? Like <laughs> I seriously <laughs> thought it was going to end off as it's a Gossip so Girl true. episode. So anyway. That'd be amazing. It shows um, Peach. Uh, she's, she says, she sends her a text being like, look what the guy found in my bed. And it's and, like, like, it was a, a roach. It was, no, it wasn't a roach. It was an actual bed bug. Yeah. Like oh, in God, a plastic whatever. bag. So gross. And um, so. So what, that's what I mean. Like she was right about so that. So she was right like, in that her moment. Her instincts yeah. is, is very spot on. She, she's like pretty, she's pretty like. Deet. Yeah. Um, so I think that while she's having this conversation, Joe's having this monologue saying i'm so glad that your girls are like lit for me except for the one that the i one, kind of need the yeah, best approval cause from because she was like oh like peach yeah. is like really hard to approve so he decides the best idea is to return the freaking book that he stole yeah. so he decides to go all the way back break into her freaking apartment yeah. put the book exactly where it was before right. and then assume that she's not going to think anything right of it. so the whole episode ends with peach pulling the book out being like oh it's here it's now here, yeah and then he's like downstairs being like no worries i got you girl like it was so, so weird it was so weird and so the one thing that you have to remember i am 95 percent sure that the this book stealing situation was not in the the book, book. uh what do you think of them using this as a plot I device as to what's gonna happen i next? don't know why and i, I really mean i have an idea i really why. want it confirmed i have an idea of why they're doing it this way i just think that they're just accelerating 
um, Peach's sketchiness of this whole situation. Of him, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think the one thing that you have to see, even in this episode, I know we talked about the fact that Beck has her perspective this episode more than just Joe. You're also seeing a lot of Peach's perspective in this mm -hmm. episode, which we never see in the book because in the book, it's just Joe's perspective. Right. So seeing Peach kind of doing her own investigation, her own kind of sleuthing, like, and her own being like, oh, who's that? Where's that? Why is that book there? Why is that book not there? It gives her an element of suspicion that we wouldn't normally get from just a girl who's sketched out by her best friend's right. boyfriend. You know what right. I mean? So I think it just adds that extra layer. Um, yeah. What do you think? Where do you think that's going to lead? I mean, I mean, you know I where know it's going to lead, but uh, no, Without I, think, giving anything away. I think I don't know if that play was smart on Joe's on Joe's half or like if it wasn't because like I feel like she's going to be like, OK, like the ma the book magically like was like put back. Right. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> Weird. I'm loving it either way. I'm, I'm enjoying watching it every week. So, yeah. So before we go into our recap roundups, I have mm -hmm. a few things that we got from Twitter. Yeah, I just really want quickly want to talk we got at zipper underscore pull saying looking forward to your take on this episode of you i wasn't as engaged as i have been with the previous ones too much beck yeah i don't know she's was. kind of the worst and joe killed a dude so <laughs> he's basically saying i think that like you know like beck is worse than joe in this right, particular right, episode right. which is a little tight but that's fair we got another person um at lola and jolie uh such a great episode love the festival and costumes and the whole father reveal yeah. it was perfect and the last one that I want... The only thing that was missing was the PSL. Oh, yeah. Pumpkins and, and a picture with pumpkins. Yeah. Essentially. Um, the last one that I want to mention is from the author herself. We tweeted out to her hey, to ask girl. what the episode, what she thought of the episode, yeah. the changes in the episode. Um, because it was from Beck's perspective. Yeah. We tweeted asking, what are your thoughts on the introduction of Beck's internal monologue? We were intrigued. And she tweeted back saying loved it so much i can't wait to watch it again it was the perfect moment to go there right which totally makes sense which, which is what we were, was what we were talking yeah, yeah. about which is totally fair they had to do it and it had to be done i think in this episode specifically because it's very back heavy yeah 100 and if you don't like back like my guy <laughs> then you're not gonna like this episode <laughs> uh so yeah as we mentioned before make sure you guys comment because we're always willing to hear your guys perspectives and then let everybody else know everybody's perspective yeah because we're out here blasting out everybody we out here um all right let's get into our recap roundups recap roundups best, best moment. moment my best moment was joe's uh, redemption set because <laughs> i just felt Definitely. like i was like yes boy get it like you got your moment like just do it yeah. right this time i thought it was kind of comical that he was hiding everything it's not believable at all yeah but it was kind of funny just watching it being like Haha, they're, they're trying to like cover up everything i think they could have done it a bit like not that i didn't like it but i felt like they could have like there was not really like sexy music like you're right like it was a little comical like <laughs> yeah. he was trying to put stuff away like, boop, 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 so like it wasn't really yeah. like that it didn't have that like mood yeah but oh, what are you gonna do the guy like made it up so what are you gonna do <laughs> he put came through so literally yeah what was your best moment my best moment was i think the d emoji conversation that <laughs> happens after the first time yeah because it was just so funny yeah and they did such a good job with like yeah i think it was it's very spot and, on yeah. and like even the gif at the end like right. i was just dead yeah i was yeah. just dead yeah the it was, combos it was are good. jokes yeah yeah wtf moment was your wtf moment my wtf moment was um i think like just beck seeing him at the festival mm -hmm. and then like not really like sketching out at that i was kind yeah. of like girl that's really weird though like i believed his <laughs> first story fine he's selling books 
still a coincidence but whatever right. and then he's like no i'm lying i did like creep your thinking and i came here for you i was like okay now this sounds really sketched <laughs> like, so like you, really you should be sketched sketchy. out girl like this yeah, is weird for sure my wtf moment has to be the final moment where he puts the book back into Peach's freaking house. Yeah. Because I was just like, what are you doing? If I was missing a book the entire time, I would just be even more suspicious that it, that it came up. back. <laughs> like, yeah. Magically came like, back. Who's it going to be? Out. The bed bug guy? Like, who did it? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And I don't, like I said, I don't think this happens in the book. So it makes me feel very sketchy as to like where they're going with it. Slash, I know where they're going with it. But yeah. yeah. MVP. MVP. My NVP is gonna go to her girl Annika because oh, yeah. I think like in all that conversation of the dick talk, like she was the one friend who was like, "Is he worth it though?" Like to give it another shot. Mm-hmm. And I think like you always need that one friend to like come in and be like, "Girl, the neutral." Just ground. like calm down right now and like just think about logically. Yeah, is he worth it? And it was such a cute moment that like at least one of her friends <laughs> is thinking for her. Lynn's always talking about the dick. Yeah, like, <laughs> like just the dick. Um, my MVP is gonna be back. I think that this episode, even though it was really different for watchers to see that internal struggle, I thought it was really cool and it made me feel less annoyed about her. Because I think that you go through this whole show seeing just his perspective and how she can be very gullible and naive. And this gave her the biggest human moment Mm -hmm. that you can ever get from her character, which is very much a lot more redeeming than just hearing it from his perspective right so for her to say i have daddy issues for her to kind of go through this inner struggle and her frustration with her father i thought it was uh i thought it was powerful for her yeah and uh yeah i mean she's not a winner but she's yeah sure my mvp this episode why not lvp who's your lvp my lvp is gonna be the writers of this episode (laughs) just because i think that that whole sequence with the fall festival uh in the book it was so amped and it was so suspenseful yeah i don't know why it didn't really translate that into the show yeah i don't know why it didn't like feel that way uh and i wish maybe they had done it a little bit differently because for me when reading the book i was like really nervous for for both of them and so i was like when you sent me that promo i was like oh my god it's it's yeah, like it's like yeah. very like high stakes so like, like why she sees him up? and then she questions him so like i wanted all of that and that didn't really happen so i was kind of like but why though but why though yeah that's totally fair my lvp of the episode is going to be the dad the captain um i know that he's such a small character in the grand scheme of things but i think just showing his character a lot of people can really relate to this storyline yeah. and i think that seeing him as this huge coward essentially of a father coming forward and trying to make things work but not really doing everything he can to make Beck feel included I just thought that his character is just that simple like it's it's the person that we all know people deal with you know why you don't need his hero story because this story is not about him or Beck you know the pain that he's caused his daughter and you know like what her trauma is and that's it this guy's not going to make it up he's not going to come through for her at the end it's just this is the situation this is who he is and that's it yeah he's an MVP for sure yeah Yeah. the The best best line my best line was from Beck right at the end and Uh they died she was like do you know how many selfies I've taken on the toilet (laughs) a lot and I was like I was like, you're such an idiot yeah. too. Like, you're so good, but you're so dumb. But too. she admits it all. But to she admits him, it, and that's why I cool. loved it too. I was like, she's totally admitting yeah. how dumb it is too. Like, how she dumb she and how be. fake it is. Like, yeah. you and must have she- to crop in so that you don't even see the toilet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and she admires him for not being a yeah. part of that world. Yeah, yeah. Which I love that moment. I did love that. She goes, you don't have to be on social media. Yeah. Like, my best line is 
from him and her at the very end where he says were you watching me sleep and she's he's like uh oh stalker and then she says learn from the best she literally says learn from the best so it's a very interesting like ha 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 moment because like obviously we know like Like, he he is is a stalker he is a psycho but anyway I just thought it was a cool play on words so question for our fans question for our listeners yeah like speaking about this whole social media thing like i want to know if you guys are dating someone or like talking to someone or whatever like it's like a dating combo like if they don't have a social media presence is that sketchy too yeah right because in that moment i love that combo i love that she admired him for that and she was like you don't need to put this fake life on to make yourself seem like anyone else right and i find that so attractive like it's true but then at the flip side i'm like but he has zero presence too so like that's a little shady we're asking, lot, for a friend, guys. we're asking for a friend <laughs> i'm just asking in general like what's your opinion yeah. guys comment below like, i want to know genuinely like what is what is the, the way yeah i don't know i think that for me i would want to something right see something, something anything yeah. like some sort of existence that you have friends even in this day and age i yeah. feel like it's impossible not to see? have something see it's least. like we've gone to a point where like not having it is weird too yeah it's true like not having too much of it is weird. Yeah. Like he's he's friends with the neighbors, like a kid neighbor. <laughs> he has an like, imaginary friend. Like five year old. Who, who freaking knows? <laughs> um. Anyways, let us know what you guys thought of the episode yeah. outside of the ones who had already tweeted us. Thank you so much again. You can tweet us again if you want. Tweet us again if you want. Um. Yeah. Make sure you guys like and comment and subscribe to the channel. Don't forget. Thanks. Bye. Bye.